There's a common theme among mama business owners that having an SEO strategy is too complicated because it involves keyword research. And what is a keyword anyways? So today I want to take the guesswork out of how to get started with your own keyword research with three tips for success. Ready to jump in? Me too. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me, not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy-to-implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to let you know that running a business and keeping up with all of your family responsibilities can feel overwhelming and lonely, but it doesn't have to. That's why I've created the Mama Business Community to bring like-minded mamas together to talk about all things related to running a business and managing a home at the same time. We talk about goals, dreams, action plans, and even spend time troubleshooting. So what are you waiting for? Join us today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to sarahbrumley.com slash community. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com slash community. Alrighty. Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. Today, we are talking about one of the main pieces of search engine optimization or SEO, and that's keyword research. And before we really dig into it, I want to take a moment to just say, don't overthink this. Seriously. Stop overthinking it because while there are very specific SEO strategies you can use within your business, the root of keyword research is actually really simple. It's knowing what your potential client or customer is searching for, asking for, or needing from you. It's you knowing that so you can serve them, period. Repeat after me, keyword research is knowing what my potential client or customer needs so that I can serve them. It really is that simple. So don't get bogged down in this, okay? Now, there are really four questions I frequently get around this topic. So I'm actually gonna kind of do this as a Q&A session and answer those questions right now, all right? So the first question I get is, what is a keyword? And in its simplest form, a keyword is really just whatever your potential client or customer is entering into their search bar. So whether that's on Google, Pinterest, YouTube, or a podcast app, it's what they want an answer to. Yeah, it's really that simple. Now, what I think bogs down a lot of people is the terminology that marketers like myself use around keywords. So let's go ahead and talk about those right now in the context of you maybe being, let's just, let's talk about it from like a weight loss or health coach end of things, because we can all kind of understand that, all right? So the first type of keyword you might come across is a short tail keyword. Now, these are single words or phrases that are three words or less, okay? So we're talking one to three words. That's a short tail keyword. So for example, these might be things that your potential client searches for along the lines of weight loss, 
two words, right? Weight loss. How about weight loss tips? Lose weight fast. Those are all examples of short tail keywords, okay? The second type of keyword, wow, that's not supposed to be a hard word to say. The second type of keyword is a long tail keyword, which is a phrase that's longer than three words. So somebody might search, for example, for let's say like weight loss for entrepreneurs, weight loss for postpartum moms, or five weight loss tips for entrepreneurs, quick tips for weight loss as an entrepreneur, or anything along those lines. Kind of makes sense, right? Okay, so that's a long tail keyword, longer than three words. All right. Now the third type of of keyword is a question. And some of my favorite examples of these fall into the who, what, where, when, why, and how categories. Who should count their macros? What does counting macros include? Where do you track your macros? When should you start counting macros? How do you count macros? Why do postpartum moms need to count macros? And so on and so forth. Seriously, it's that simple, okay? So short tail keywords are one to three words, long tail keywords are more than three words, and questions are something that your person is searching for that they want an answer to. So the next thing is which type should you choose? And this is something that depends totally on your industry and your potential client. But more often than not, you're gonna wanna stick to long tail keywords and questions. The reason for this is that If we just use, let's just use weight loss as an example, okay? Somebody might actually search that. But because there are huge companies also using that term, it's unlikely that you're gonna show up. Now, if you use a more specific long tail keyword with a couple more words to it, right? Then you are going to be more likely to show up when that busy mama enters how to lose weight as a mama of toddlers or whatever it is you choose right? The other thing about using those short tail keywords like weight loss is that you're going to find information on that for everybody. So as a mom is searching for weight loss, she's going to find weight loss tips for men and weight loss tips for, you know, women, corporate women or whatever it is that don't apply to her. And that is why having more of a long tail keyword is more applicable and is going to make you more successful in the long term. Okay. So that's keywords in a nutshell, all right? The second question I get is why do keywords matter? And I kind of just talked about that a little bit, but they matter for a lot of reasons. I think there are two reasons that are the most important around keywords. First and foremost, keywords give you topic ideas to create content around. Okay, your keyword should explain what that piece of content is. So if you are creating a blog post around how to lose weight as a mama of toddlers, you're not speaking to men. You're not. Your keyword is how to lose weight as a mama of toddlers. So that is what you are specifically talking about in that piece of content. So whether that piece of content is a blog post, like I mentioned, a podcast episode, a video, or whatever else it might be, that keyword gives you that topic idea. And you know that if your person is searching for that, then you can create content that actually answers that question. Okay. Secondly, keywords help your avatar find your solution for them. And they show that you're knowledgeable on that subject because when you are actually creating content that answers the questions that they just entered into Google, then you'll be the one they trust. And that makes it all the more likely that they're going to turn into a paying client in the future. Let's think about this in terms of a real life situation. Maybe your kiddo won't eat his vegetables. So you looked up how to get my toddler to eat vegetables. You 
you know, click that into Google and then suddenly there's a result that pops up and it's Jenny's blog post that she just wrote all about this subject. And she's got three ways that you can incorporate vegetables into foods your toddler will love. Lo and behold, her tips work. So the next time you want to get your toddler to eat his veggies, you might just head back to Jenny to see what other ideas she has. And then you might realize that she also offers weekly meal plans that you can purchase for a small fee. You're hooked and you buy because you know that Jenny's original tips worked so well that you can't wait to see what other ways your kid can eat healthy foods. You just became Jenny's paying client and all because she answered the question you entered in Google. She used your keyword, answered that question, and you became her paying client. Simple as that. All right. So question number three is how do I know which keyword to use? And to this, I need to reiterate not to overthink this process. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did little to no formal keyword research in my first two years of growing my family finance blog. And if you remember, I was able to leave my full-time job at the end of that first year. So my business was seeing a huge amount of growth during that time period. Why? Well, because I knew what my people needed. So I didn't have to do keyword research because the keywords I was using came directly from them and my knowledge of what they needed. So when I created a blog post about a hundred dollar grocery budget, that was my keyword and everyone wanted to know more. Why? Well, because they were all busy mamas on a budget that wanted to pay down debt, but were spending way too much money on groceries. So a hundred dollar grocery budget that solved their problem. And it really was that simple. Now, would I have benefited from keyword research early on? Definitely. My business, my blog, everything would have grown much more quickly and I definitely would have had more clickable titles, but I used what I had and what I knew and it grew at a rate that I was comfortable with at that time. All that to say, it's okay to start with where you need to or where you are, whatever it is, and just make a change in the future if you need to, okay? But ideally, you're going to wanna go ahead and take some time to do the following. You're gonna wanna ask your client what they need in the moment. Write those down. Those are going to be your keywords, okay? And that comes straight from your potential client, all right? Secondly, run a couple searches on Google or in Pinterest to determine the things that they might be searching for. Look, you know, write them down. Make a list, okay? Don't go, don't go copy other people's stuff, but just go ahead and make a list, all right? Third, you can go ahead and think back to when you were in their shoes, because more often than not, we are our ideal client several years down the line, right? So ask yourself, what did you need at that time? What were you searching for at that time? And then make a list. Those are your keywords. And then you know that you can use those keywords to help you design content that answers those questions, the things that your ideal client actually wants to hear from you, okay? So question number four, and this is the last and final question I'm going to answer today is where do I use my keywords? And once you know what keyword you plan to use, you're going to want to have it in your title. Absolutely. When somebody goes to click on your title or that, whether it's a blog post title on Google that they just found, whether it's on your website, whether it's um, a podcast title in the podcast app, whatever it is, you want to make sure that they know what they're getting out of that piece of content. Okay. You want to make sure that that keyword is there. 
You also wanna make sure that your keyword is in your content. And obviously this should not be that hard if what you are discussing in your content is related to that keyword. So make sure you're using that keyword throughout your content, whether that's your podcast episode, your blog post, your YouTube video, whatever it might be, okay? Third, you are going to want to make sure that you have your keyword in your description. So whether that's your meta description on a blog post, and we can talk about that more in the future. Maybe you can drop into the Mama Business um, Facebook community and let me know if you're having a question about the meta in your blog post. We could kind of do maybe a mini training on that. But you're also going to want to make sure that if you have a podcast or a YouTube um, episode that you actually have that keyword somewhere in your description of that episode. So that's the show notes or wherever else it might be, okay? You absolutely need your keyword in all three of these areas in order to set your content up for the best possible search results. So once again, you wanna have it in your title, you wanna have it in the body of your content, and you wanna have it in your description, whether that's your meta description on a blog post or whether it is your show notes description or your podcast description or whatever it might be for your podcast or YouTube, okay? Alrighty, that brings us to the action part of this episode and you know me, I'm a huge proponent of taking action because action is where dreams turn into reality. And today's action step is this. I'd actually like to see you put together a list of five keywords that you can use for upcoming content. These could be short tail keywords, long tail keywords, or even questions that your ideal client is searching for. Remember, it's about knowing what they're searching for so that you can focus on how to best serve them. So think about how you can do that. And I do just want to say that if you're struggling with keyword research related to creating content, I want to offer you the opportunity to jump on a mama business strategy session with me. We're going to work together to create a keyword strategy that best serves your ideal client. And you can walk away with a list of 15 to 20 topics you can use immediately and we'll create the searchable titles to go along with them. So no guesswork at all. Okay. If that sounds like something you need, grab your strategy session at sarahbrumley.com strategy. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com strategy. Either way, mama, I just want you to know that I am cheering you on and I look forward to chatting with you next time. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.